<laughs> Every single time you ruin it. I, I totally forgot to play uh, Taylor's voicemail. Let me drop it in real quick. Yeah, you drop that shit. Ugh, drop it. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast. We're taking Beyond the Barbell. I'm Rose Modingo, and with me, with because he's in training mode, he doesn't have any beer, or uh, but he's got water and coffee, is my homie, Chef Bro RD. What's up, man? <laughs> Dude, I do love to cook. <laughs> I can cook like a mother. Yeah, I've seen your pictures uh, when you're actually cooking stuff. So you put some, you guys are meal prepping every once in a while, Angie will no, post a pic. That's not even, that's not cooking to me. That that's that's uh, maintenance. That's, that's yeah. That's work. That's when part I, of the job. When I do food prep, that's just to get me through the week. No cooking, like legit, like risotto. You know, making your stock from scratch. Uh-huh. You know, like that four, three four hour process of boiling the freaking chicken bones and. Oh oh, like making bone broth and all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's easier to buy, but sometimes I've I've spent like all day cooking a meal. But it, it tastes so much different though when you when you make your own broth though, mm-hmm. like you know. Uh, Overnight and stuff like that. Yeah, this don't take all night. You know, you just start. I would start it in the morning, and and it's funny though. You you do it for like eight quarts, and you your recipe may only call for like three cups. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you just literally spent <laughs> a lot of extra time. Yeah, yeah. But but then yeah. you can always keep it. You know, that's rare. Yeah, you can freeze it, but that's rare occasions. Uh, we want to say thank you for helping us hit a couple of benchmarks this week. Uh, one, we got um a thousand listeners or sorry a thousand followers on instagram so that was cool thanks to us yeah thanks to us and then our 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 good buddy jenna fisher over there yay (laughs) (laughs) and then the other one is that we got 300 downloads in one week on one of our episodes which was another benchmark for us so thank you for responding to that uh, quick video message I threw out last week. Freak, I'll be excited. Jenna's not excited. I'm happy. A thousand followers. That's pretty cool. No, that's like 10 times more than what we had. Yeah, when, we yeah before we brought her on board, well, we had a hundred. <laughs> and they're probably just all people we already knew. It, well, yeah, it was probably people already knew. It was probably just pictures of you and me drinking beer. <laughs> if we scroll back and look at those first couple of weeks of Instagram posts. We didn't do the sweet stories or the, no. like... I even had to message Jenna the other day <laughs> and she, she sold me out on one of the posts when I was like, Jenna. Oh yeah. Like, I see yes. that. I was like, how do I make one of those whole yeah. things? <laughs> that was like a dick move though. I out. seen when she put you on blast <laughs> and I knew she was going to do it too. I was just like, okay, I can't figure this out. All right. I just, I just have to do it. I know it's going to come back to haunt me, but I just got to do it. That was pretty funny. Well, unless you're Mo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew it was coming. Okay, so in addition to those two benchmarks we hit, um, T Mayhem out at CrossFit Kaiserslautern, who will be moving back to the United States here shortly, uh, which will be kind of cool. I, uh, I hit him up to uh, get me some stuff because I wanted one of those license plates mm-hmm. uh, for uh, my other show and like for my DJ stuff. No, I, I've seen the conversation. And I, I just kind of see what they're going to send you. And I just, uh, I threw him some extra cash so that way they could like, you know, use... Uh, 
make make use of the packing material in the space that was going to be in the box. Ah, so I see a brown paper bag. Yes. Mo hasn't exposed to me what was in this. Well, yet. Jenna, you got to record this because that was part of the thing. But no, but as usual, you know, they they, they came correct with from Rogue. No, this is just I happened to I'm go to Rogue. Kidding, <laughs> they went all the way to Rogue and didn't, didn't visit us. Oh yeah. yeah. So we start. You know, they always come correct with the hippos. And all the German uh, deliciousness, we some Kinder these, eggs. Yeah, we can get these over here now. Yeah, but those are at Kroger. I think those are the ones that can still kill kids, though. So those yeah. are legit ones. Because has a toy. Because a toy in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about the kids over in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> or their kids are so badass. <laughs> well, they've they've grown accustomed to it to not you know choke on toys while they're eating. So some hippos, some gummy stuff in there. But then they also um, were kind enough to send us some of the finest of the finest. Uh, t- Trappist beers. Oh, and uh, yeah, th- uh, there was a request that actually this be videotaped. No, you can. Oh, you already seen it. I've already seen it. Yeah, but all right, I, I was. Yeah, that's weird. I was super stoked when I when I got when I opened up the box. It was like this. a Bud Light twist off cap. <laughs> so, <laughs> explain to me. No, turn it around. Old English. <laughs> of all the beers they could have sent us, they sent us a plastic 40 ounce of, of old English malt liquor. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> I, you know, That's I told Mel, I was like, bro, he's going to be so pissed. When you he know, sees I was this. thinking, I was like, maybe what happened was they took this to get a bottled. Oh, and, and then put some. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, you know, like a growler. <laughs> Cold wind blue. Yes. Straight up. 7.5% high gravity malt liquor. Thanks team mayhem. We appreciate it. You're not my homies. (laughs) (laughs) We would be uh, taking a part in that right now, but bro has to coach in a little bit. Yeah. So can't, can't have that. Well, I'd have to do a podcast on myself then about coaches smelling like alcohol (laughs) when they're trying to train you (laughs) things not to do. Yeah. Uh, then we hit another milestone. I put it out there. You all didn't even celebrate it. It's 20,000 freaking downloads. The hell? Yeah, I thought you did. Nope. Okay, so that's another one we hit. You didn't put it out there. 20,000 downloads. Pretty sweet. Uh, again, you know, we don't know what these numbers necessarily mean, but the numbers are always going up and our monthly downloads are going up. So that's all thanks to you spreading the word and getting it out there and actually listening. So. It's well, actually pretty sweet. Yeah, our monthly averages, or I'm sorry, our episode average is way up. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the last episode we hit uh, 300 within a week. We'll probably hit 300 with episode 57. Um, so that'll be pretty sweet as well. And we just kind of look for that trend to continue. And whatever happened with that live episode, because it's like 500. Really? Yeah, you told me that yeah, the other it was like day. 400. Yeah, I'm not so, sure. I got to take a look at uh, I must have put some extra hashtags in there or something. I don't know. We might be going live. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe live was part of it. Who knows? All right. So for this week's episode, with it being early in the year, um, we want to make some predictions for for all things CrossFit for 2019. Ooh, that's yeah. a long time. It's a long, yeah, it's a long way to go, uh, especially with all the changes that have occurred that were announced in October of last year october november december january yeah <laughs> every month they <laughs> every month something. there's a new announcement they just came out with the rules book yeah yeah uh yeah that was a that was an interesting time you know uh, they actually had a sanctional event without a rule book 
<laughs> the homie knocked that over. As I'm about to get attacked by this 40 ounce of OE. I'm still not happy about that. <laughs> first, I was pissed. I was like, they sent Mo top of the line. Whatever. I've had how many packages come from over there? And then now... <laughs> It's freaking old English. I can go down the freaking next 7-Eleven and snag a bottle of that. Yes, you can, but not one from Germany. I wonder how much that was over there. I don't know. Because it would be considered an import. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awful. All right. But going back to the predictions for 2019. So um, I just wrote down a bunch of different topics. Kind of tried to... Uh, group them a little bit, but as always, we'll probably go all over the place when it comes to making predictions. And uh, we got wait, some before from- we start, before <laughs> we start, I could give Mo props online. Like I've been really busy the last couple of weeks and he's been dropping the hammer on the, <laughs> this podcast. And seriously, that's a big deal, man. It's, it's cool. He's, he's been there to help pick up when I've, I try to do my best, but got a lot going on Yeah, uh, with this competition. And of course we just announced that thing with Endeavor is that we're combining yeah. to do that. That small event. Yep. And then- <laughs> Validus 2.0, <laughs> if you haven't seen the post. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty cool that he's done that. And uh, I'm excited. He's got something he's going to be sending people. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about yeah. that. Uh, we put together a survey. We'll be sending no, out to you Mo guys. put together a survey. <laughs> I took it. <laughs> I rated me really high, generally low. Well, a survey will be coming out that we'll be asking you guys to just give us some feedback on. Uh, we just want to try and figure out um, how we can make more content and better content for what you guys want to hear. No, it was really well put together. And I mean, he asked if there was anything that should be changed on and he really nailed it. It's, it's very simple. It'll take you about uh, a minute to two minutes to finish if that, and, um, uh, it's, it's the information we need to take that next step because something's happening. <laughs> we're yeah. gaining people. Still. And we're not quite sure. Why. Mo, Mo just said in a message, uh, last week, he still don't know why people listen to us. <laughs> It's a year later. No we're joke. Still Literally, to, it's a year later. We're, we're still like, trying to figure out why, why people listen. Most trying to figure out why people are listening to his idea that he had <laughs> that he thought people would listen to. Yeah, they were sending a random text message around uh, two o'clock on a Wednesday in October. <laughs> it's almost two o'clock. <laughs> All right. So, um, but actually, uh, throw some props back at bro, though, because if you recall back to the last episode, it was talking about... Um, finding balance and uh bro he had sent me a message like hey dude because we were supposed to record sunday it's monday right now post super bowl so if you're a patriots fan you know have fun with that (laughs) but if you're not hating on them like (laughs) why does everybody hate the good teams no it's just you you can't let those you you can't allow those guys to breathe air you got it you got to put them away and if you don't that's what happens but um you know what i like about that what? Is uh, the coach came out today and took full responsibility for the loss? Yeah, and said that he got he changed out, again. Yeah, he got out coached. Yeah, and um, but it, it is Bill Belichick. It though. is Bill Belichick. But I think when you are a true leader, that when you don't, he's not just saying it for PR. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, everybody always says, "Oh, it's my fault." If they're a team player, right? They're mm-hmm. trying to take the but. You know, I would say, yeah, they didn't play like they normally do. And they, and they didn't. Yeah. They sat at Todd, they sat at, or Todd Gurley, how many freaking snaps? Yeah. Like, they just didn't play right. And mm-hmm. um, he come, he come out because you don't know if you ever get to go back. Mm-hmm. That could be a one time yeah. shot for him. Look, Dan Marino is a classic example of that. That's it. But talking about the balance piece, you know, bro messaged me and said he wasn't going to be able to record Sunday because he's got a lot of chainsaws juggling in the air. So I just wanted to give him props for actually um, 
practicing what he preaches when we talk about balance <laughs> and, and you got to find something to, you know, when something's going to give, you know, and he was like, Hey, I can't do it. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll figure it out. And here we are recording again. Midday. So yeah, midday. Um, after I got done with an important phone call, <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you something. most job, let me, I could do that. <laughs> Put a little earpiece. <laughs> That's all he did. Yeah. I think I might've said two words the whole time. Bro was sitting here. listening to me. Put it this way. He set up our podcast while he was listening. <laughs> That's all. I set up all the kit while I was taking my call. So earlier this week, uh, I was at my gym, AKP CrossFit, and one of our listeners and friend of the show, Taylor Wicks, uh, was stopped. He stopped me and he just uh, was talking about our show, um, uh, finding that balance. And at a certain point, I just stopped. I was like, you know what, dude, do you mind if I record this and put it on the show? And he was like, absolutely. So here's a little uh, excerpt of the conversation that we had a few days ago, talking about episode 57. This is Mo coming to you from AKP CrossFit. Was out here chilling with one of our listeners, and he started talking about one of our most recent episodes, uh, episode talking about finding balance, having a good chat going. I was like, you know what? Let's just go and put this on tape. So I have with me Taylor Hicks. What's up, man? What's up, dude? It's Taylor Wicks, by the way. (laughs) Keep it in there, man. I'm not going to judge you. Let it be raw and natural. Let's do it. My bad. I'm so excited. Well, plus, I got that post-wad wad brain, so I can't think exactly straight. So this is why we're on our third take already. So while we were chatting, he was just uh, telling me how much he appreciated the episode. So I'm just going to let him say it in his own words. So uh, kind of give me some feedback on, on, on what you took away from that show. Yeah, definitely. So the, the show we're talking about is Finding Balance. And particularly uh, recently with me, I've just had some different... Um, promotions and advancements at work that, you know, because it's my job and because I have my own account now, I take this personal interest in it and in my customers uh, because I want to do the best I can for them. And because similar to Mo and Jenna and Brody, my success is predicated on what they think of me and them giving me more business. Uh, and so a few months ago, I actually, it was, I think, a three-month period where I spent uh, virtually all day at work from like 7.30 in the morning till uh, 9.30 at night, uh, and then I realized that there wasn't enough balance in my life. I wasn't coaching the kids like I should be. I wasn't working out like I should be. So there was this mental and emotional and even physical imbalance that I saw play out and how I interacted with the kids when I was here and even with other members. And so um, I just thought this this episode was more than... Uh, more than amazing. I'm going to use a big word. It was ubiquitous, right? Because it, it really just spread over so many different areas of life. And uh, even what uh, Jen and Mo and, and, and Bro were saying, just about finding that routine and that balance. I know with some of the athletes here and even my best friends outside of the gym, uh, we write contracts with one another. And those contracts we sign and we hold each other accountable to that. So if we're ever at a moment in our life where we're not sure what we're doing, we go back to that contract and we make sure the actions that we're taking every day are pushing us and put and, and progressing uh, toward our goals that we've written for one another. So it was just a dope, a dope episode that I really enjoyed. Probably my favorite one. And also, I'm, I'm going to add to that. <laughs> I think it was minute. I may butcher this, but I think it was minute uh, forty nine fifty and through fifty one forty or something like that, where uh, Bro and Jenna were talking about how when people have the first taste of success, they lose that hustle. Uh, and that's just a major key. I, I try to follow a lot of successful people, not even just on social media, but like my parents and other people around, and they always stay hungry. Staying hungry is the key to their lasting success. So it was a very uh, 
powerful episode, in my opinion. Well, we really appreciate that. I know uh, Brody and Jen aren't here to speak on it, but I know that they would uh, dap you up and give you a big bro hug and say thank you because, you know, when we're recording these shows, we don't know how they're going to turn out. And getting feedback like this on the street, uh, I know and I can speak for the other two, that it really warms our heart to know that we're making, we feel like we're making a difference in people's lives. And, you know, the whole premise of the show, it's outside the 60 minutes. We weren't going to try and tell you how to get uh, to the games or anything like that, but just kind of tools you can use in everyday life inside and out of the gym. And uh, it's really awesome to hear that it's resonating with uh, athletes like you and that you're using that stuff outside of the box. So I really do appreciate it. Thanks for uh, putting that all on tape for us. No, I mean, I love it because uh, the reason I continue to listen to the podcast is because they're, you guys think differently than I do. And so when you guys think differently than I do, it challenges me and my principles about CrossFit, but also outside of CrossFit. And when it challenges me, that gives me better perspective. So it advances me as a person, as a man, as a brother, as a son, and the whole nine yards. So uh, I really enjoy your guys' podcast for that reason. It, like all we, all we are trying to do is just trying to be better humans. So where can they find you at on social media? Uh, you can find me at, at Twix23 on Instagram and uh, Twitter. I don't tweet as much, but you can also find me at TaylorWix on Facebook. Or you can find me at AKP CrossFit <laughs> any given day of the week, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's here quite a bit. So uh, thanks again, T. And uh, just uh, we really appreciate the, the love and feedback. And uh, hey, guys, if you see us out on the street, uh, stop us. We all have uh, smartphones, so maybe you can get on one of our episodes coming up. And uh, like we said, uh, just try and be good humans. Love you all. Later. All right. It was cool. All the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Until what? <laughs> Tell us. We want to know. Until what? Until he said, I was listening to Mo, Jenna, and Bro. <laughs> Save the best for last, man. Yeah. And then, the and then, he goes, Jenna, Mo, and Bro. <laughs> I'm just creeping up to the top, y'all. <laughs> I've had it. some good ideas in my life. I've had some bad ideas. <laughs> and this was your best one yet. This is definitely creeping in the bad realm of giving her a damn mic. Just because she has a freaking female voice and she... It's not true. She I talks She talks in so soft. I do not. Yeah, you are. I talk so soft. You're like one of those... Um, my voice sounds weird. Those 900 numbers. <laughs> like... Wow. <laughs> like... When you're a kid, you always hear him at night, like when you aren't supposed to be watching TV. It's like, <laughs> that's how she talks. <laughs> like, I used to wake up to George Lopez jumping on the trampoline. <laughs> that would wake me up. Like I said, she just makes it weird. So Why? But, but going back no, appreciate at, it, Taylor. That to was the conversation awesome. with Taylor. Good yeah. stuff. I didn't know we had impact. I think you just, I thought most of you just listened to us because you're bored driving. <laughs> <laughs> And like we won't stop like blasting social media. That's why me and Mo got us a thousand eighteen likes or whatever we're at. <laughs> yeah, but it's always cool to uh, get feedback like that and let letting us know that what we uh, put out here is of value and that people are actually using these as tools. And you know, it's just it's cool stuff. You know, no good. It's cool stuff. It's cool stuff. No, it's cool stuff. And I think that um, it's. When you're still questioning, you don't understand why people listen to us, mm-hmm. but then you hear stuff like that. Yeah. It makes uh, Mo's uh, process of editing, um, taking the time uh, to come here and record because we don't live next door to him and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. 
Yeah, it makes it a lot, lot cooler. We got Brittany McCormick. What up, Britt? One, Friend of the show. Like one of the OGs. Yeah, yeah. She totally is. Yeah. She ain't got her one more rep shirt on today, though. <laughs> She's on a proper groupie today. <laughs> All right. So, again, back to the episode. Uh, predictions for 2019. So, with this being uh, beginning of February, you know, obviously the Open is roughly what, a little bit more than two weeks away. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, 17 days is what I saw this morning. That's interesting. So, um, the Open, do you, you have any predictions for that? We, we talked a little bit yesterday about some of the things you think you're going to see. And I, and I think that was actually pretty, uh, a, a pretty good prediction, yeah. honestly. Uh, it's going to be... So, if you've done the Open for a while, you knew for a long time that there's always repeat workouts and they're always like the same basic workouts. Like we always did repeats and um, it was just like very simplistic. There was no new movements and freaking like. Well, last year we had that whole new movement, the hanging dumbbell snatch. That's what I'm saying though, (laughs) is for like six years, all the movements were the same. Okay. Like they never introduced anything new. Yeah. Rowing. Muscle ups, um, muscle ups, double unders, chest the bar. Yeah. Handstand push-ups, mm-hmm. um, light barbells. Nothing was ever heavy. Mm-hmm. So what? Three years Cycling, ago, yeah. yeah. Three years ago, I think they introduced uh, heavier barbells, started introducing that. They introduced handstand walks, mm-hmm. dumbbell hang clean. Even though it, it and is- And those lunges yeah. was in 2016 or something? Yep. Yep. Just did. Well, we just did like 300 foot of that, but we did 70s this time. And <laughs> I, my, my posterior chain right now- Is fired up. Feels like my butt's trying to seize every time I take a step. <laughs> And, um, but no, so I think what's going to happen is the, all those new movements, the bar muscle ups, the handstand walks, mm-hmm. the stuff with the dumbbells, I can see keeping the dumbbell stuff, but I think it's going to be very watered down again, burpees, box jumps. Mm-hmm. And I told Mo like strict pull-ups. Yeah. Which uh, we have not seen. Have, haven't seen. Yeah. Piss a lot of people off. I'm sure. That yeah. Practice yeah. It's going to hurt a lot of people if, but, we, if you see something like that. I think we're going to go backwards. It seems like Cross is trying to take this backwards step as mm-hmm. far as, you know, to me, it's always been about fitness. It's always been about improving people's lives. Um, I love the sport side, the competitive side of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe there's two different sides to that. It's still one, um, but, you know, they've cut that completely out of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, they, they weren't at the this last sanctional at, um, in the one in Australia, Cape Cod or, not or, Cape or, uh, uh what you call it? Cape, Cape town, Cape, Cape town, town, South yeah. Africa. Yeah. They weren't even down there to cover it. You mm-hmm. know, actually I haven't even covered any of it. They no. just, they just use, uh, flow elite, I think. And that's it. Yeah. Flow elite, um, uh, fitness in Cape town. They were just using, uh, stuff that developed locally. They didn't have any plans yeah. to do a full blown production. And I believe in Australia, I don't think they had anything. Um, and Flow Elite, yeah, they were utilized at Wadapalooza, but that's a normal expectation for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's, you know, you have your Wadapalooza, you got your Granite Games. Back when we used to have the ECC, yeah, those things were tend, tended to be covered by Flow Elite. You had those expectations, but now with these other sanctionals that didn't have anything set up beforehand or were used to doing those types of um, online coverage type uh, for media, you know, they just, I, I think it was just a little bit too fast because that stuff is a, uh, a lot harder to set up than you think. Well, think about it. we right now we'd be getting the information of who's doing the live open, the, the, the live workout. announcements. Yeah. And we, nobody, yeah. there's no, not even any 
no announcement on mm-hmm. that. So yeah, so that's probably another thing we probably won't see live announcements anymore. I think they might do live, but it's not going to be this grand show. It's going to be here's like the going down to Brazil. On some, they're going to record on their iPhone since they don't have a media team anymore, mm-hmm. and you know, just something very simple. Well, they can stream it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I think it's going to be. I just I hate it because I think it's almost like um, I've I've when I, I had some employers I worked for, um, actually before we had the gym. And they they would be they're great bosses, um, but they always had very severe knee jerk reactions, mm. and that okay. is you can reactionary you can, leadership. You can only you can't. It's good to react. Mm-hmm. Proactive is the best, obviously, but when you overreact, it causes more damage than not, mm-hmm. right? Than actually just kind of handling it. And I think that's the direction this is going. Is it was like a thousand mile an hour to zero mm-hmm. and they just cut the engines off. Yeah. And I think it's, they treated it like a, it was a, a disease and like just cut the head just off. Just lopped it off. Okay. Yep. You know what I mean? That's just, that's exactly what they did. I mean, mm-hmm. literally got rid of everything. Um, that is, I think a huge part of CrossFit. Now I hated the whole Dave Castro thing, uh, because you know, I never liked how buddy buddy he was with the, with athletes, the athletes, yeah, especially Brooke Wells. And, um, Hey Brooke, still blocked. And um, I think, <laughs> but uh, I think that I hated that portion. And come to find out, he actually follows nobody. I took it. I looked at his Instagram. He had, he follows zero people. He like follow, within the he, he the ecosystem. Unfollow. He follows no one. <clears throat> zero on Instagram, where he was always following. You know. His, yeah. And now his account's private because I actually tried to look him up the other day to see what he was up to, and he said uh, this is a private account. And I was like, oh, yeah, interesting. Yep. So I don't know how I can still see it. Yeah. Maybe because we were friends. <laughs> Maybe before, you were already friends private. before. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the, um, the open itself, one of the things I predicted is that um, Frazier will probably win it again. There's really nobody that. But wh- why? <laughs> just be, well, I think part of. Uh, why does he have to? Part of going into the games uh, or sorry, part of doing the online qualifier or the open is uh, for seating purposes. That was one of the stipulations. Whatever. What's it, but what's it mean? What's it mean to him? Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah. I mean, I mean he'll get money. Going. He'll yeah. get money. He'll get money. Yeah. I mean, but if he wins an event, 3000 bucks or whatever, I mean, that's pretty cool. But I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know. He, he's won it. What two, is it two or three years in a row? Two, I think. Okay. But he just did that event, the, or whatever sanction thing. And he got first place in like, how many? You talking about Dubai? Yeah, yeah. No one touched him. Yeah, like it's not even. So that's what I think. And now all I see him is eating them, that damn food from what's that called? That, oh, that the chick, uh, the girlfriend, the the meal feeding prep stuff. Frasers? Feeding the Frasers. Yeah. <laughs> if you've not seen that, she makes some pretty cool. It definitely healthy, that's for sure, and that's okay. But um, I don't know why. Like, there's no why do you? I think you you can treat it kind of like um just uh you kind of you don't have to kill yourself and they don't really don't have to kill yourself to be ready for the open now to win the open you gotta you gotta be at a, a certain level mm-hmm. but i think it's just now it's a milestone it's like a check it's like a on the checklist of before games mm-hmm. it's just part of that checklist now like hey i want to be at this point at this and it's just now a checklist from now he's already qualified so there's zero pressure he can just go do the workouts he don't have to redo anything. Not if he, even if he does redo it, mm. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just, 
I don't know. It's Are we going to find out who the best in the Open is? I don't think so. Because I don't think everybody's going to compete, especially if they won events, because they might not they would they might not necessarily have to compete. But that seeding piece may come into play for some of the people that aren't as aren't like those uh, last heat type guys, like those top five. How you always saying there's a you know I, I say there's a disparity between heat one and heat four, and then you always talk about how there's even a disparity between the first five and the next five mm-hmm. after that. So it's maybe some of those fringe guys might try and improve upon their seating by doing better in the open. And I just still don't know what that's going to do. Uh, maybe they have to compete an extra day if they finish in mm-hmm. whatever the bottom 10. But I, to me, it's just, once you're there, you're there. It's not, it's, it's anybody. What's the workouts. I think that's what decides a lot of minus your top. Whether they favor a particular athlete or yeah, not. Minus your top, like three men, three women. It really comes down to the, to the workouts. Mm-hmm. Like, Really, if it's I mean, in your wheelhouse or not? Yeah, I mean that's that's the problem with regionals. I think that's one of the cool things with, and I said this actually when this all went down was, is I like the sanctionals because uh, you train all year for, uh, and, and then you go to open prep. You know, if you're a regional athlete, you're already ready for the open. Okay, mm-hmm. you're, there's no really preparing for. It. You're really preparing for regionals. Mm-hmm. Open is sort of like a check mark or checking a box off. Mm-hmm. So, um, but. When they go to regionals, you have, you know, three days to not, to beat your best, mm-hmm. to not be sick, to not, not be get injured. injured. Yep. Now it's not now. get a call from your psycho ex-girlfriend, all that stuff. Messing that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're head cases. Mm-hmm. And, um, so now I think it's cool is now you can literally like, okay, we want to attack this and this and this sanctional event. Mm-hmm. And it, there's, you know, you have a month gap in between or two month gap in between so now you really have all year to kind of lay out your training instead of focusing all your training at to to, to peak, peak to peak at yeah. regional so you can go to games mm-hmm. and then getting a couple weeks off as far as to not, quote recover yeah yeah and then peaking again again for the games and that you think training for regionals is hard like like peak for games yeah it's even harder because it's the, the regional is you there's a, they're they're not they're not swimming yeah <laughs> right. And it's only three days. There's no, they're not going to throw an extra day. There's in no on pig. You. Yeah. You know, there's no, ex, this huge extravagant area to work out in. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of limited to traditional CrossFit stuff okay. to go to games. Now you really don't, what are you preparing for? Yeah. I mean, you could be biking, you could be paddle boarding, yep. you could be doing running up hills with sandbags. Like when Alina went, it was like to, to program for that was really cool. Like to, to get good, to try to get better at everything. Yeah. But you still have to stay focused mm-hmm. because if you still try to get better at everything, you get better at nothing. nothing. Yeah. And I think that was the thing. Like, like got to get stronger. So we got to make, that's a f- huge focal point, mm-hmm. but we need to get better at this, this, and this. So um, sticking with the uh, theme of the open, what do you feel are going to be the impacts of having, in theory, two opens this year? Yeah. With that second one being two months after the game. Yeah. You know, weird. What, what is, I mean, how does that, who does that benefit? Who does that hurt? I don't think it benefits or hurts anybody. It's everybody's faced with equal challenges. People who, that it matter to now, you know, it doesn't matter to anybody. It mm-hmm. matter teams. It doesn't matter because they can qualify through other means. They can't qualify there. It's, it's well, just okay. masters yeah. and teens and individuals. Now mm-hmm. only thing that this online is good for. So I don't think it benefits or helps anybody to be honest with you. It's maybe hope, top people get sick. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really, there's no, well, there's I guess no, maybe like the impact of the games being that close. Cause I mean, 
I think I've heard you comment before about recovery from the games is probably takes about a month. I, you, yeah, I don't know if a full month, but it just depends if you go on a little beat up, which uh-huh. most people do. Cause you yeah, I think you commented before athletes tend to go into the games you can't about go 90%. Well, I don't know the percent, but you don't go in, 100%. but you're not, you're not hundred percent. Yeah, okay. We can, we can, we can, and then we can what it does. Argument. Yep. And then what it does to you there. I don't know. I don't think that's because the people that matter, this matters about, they're going to qualify to sanctual. I mean, it's just, you're seeing it. The, mm-hmm. the, the top people are still qualifying okay. at these sanctional events. I mean, Sam Briggs has won what two already. Yeah. Yeah. And that was uh, my next comment about sanctionals. You know, uh, she's, uh, she won, um, Dubai and then she turned, she's just around. getting paid. Cause she knows she don't win games anymore. She, she so. turned around and won Australia and my get my, my guess, uh, is she's going to compete another one and, yeah. and win that. And it's funny you say that because I was talking to some friends that are coaches and they were saying perhaps one of the secondary impacts that no one perceived with all these sanctionals is that now these athletes can fund their training by, by podium, by getting mm-hmm. podium spots you know, throughout the year and and they don't, then, you know, it could, it could allow some of them not to work anymore mm-hmm. and just train full time. That's, that's, I mean, that, to me, that's been the most common knowledge thing since it's kicked off because mm-hmm. the sponsorship, that that's where it was going to well, go. Sp- well, that and sponsorship opportunities. So, you know, you can get, you're not, it's not through CrossFit anymore. No. Right. So it doesn't they don't matter, have a matter what it. shoe you wear. It doesn't matter what there knee you sleeves you wear. It yep. doesn't matter what this. And now you can go say, hey, here's our, think of NASCAR. Uh, so they get their sponsors. We're racing. It is and, a sport. Yeah. I, I, those guys are <laughs> legit. I mean, um, I, I like I, I'm, I'm a NASCAR junkie. So yeah, that's why I, like I always make fast. that argument. Really? They are athletes. Yeah. Yeah. See, you oh, I, I, I love the left turn oh, league, oh, man. Are you being racist? <laughs> no, I'm just uh, literally there's <laughs> races Jen over there in the corner. Judge him. Yeah, Mo has to stick strictly to football. And no, no, I, I, I totally dig me some NASCAR. It, it was something I picked up on a deployment and just got hooked ever since. I mean, I really can't watch it, but yeah. those guys are legit. I heard that they puke after like two rounds or something. Two rounds, like, like two. they go around like it's actually like really physically demanding. Oh I yeah, with all those that. with all those G forces. Uh, I mean, you're going 200 miles an hour around an oval. Yeah, it's going to take a toll on your body. Um, yeah, but anyways. <laughs> Moving on from races, Jenna. Wow, <laughs> oh. I love black people. <laughs> I love Asian people. <laughs> and per usual, Jenna takes it to the next level. Next level. <laughs> next level. Like this always happens in the gym. Something will happen, like where it's kind of like subtle, and then Jenna chimes in and takes it to a whole new level. It reminds me of what Meg does. Meg does the same thing. Sometimes my brain just. Is Meg good for throwing gasoline on oh the fire? My. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. You know, it makes life more fun. Yeah, no, I mean, we have really good outtake right now. Thank, <laughs> thank you for that. Mo almost cut it off. Mo's like, we almost hit the emergency power switch. You know, like when you're at the gas tank, they have that one red button. I just like to see his face. That's really why I say it. For that asshole who <laughs> lights up a cigarette yeah. while he's pumping gas. While like, he's got an, an oxygen canister yeah. hooked up to his face. Yeah. Yeah, that red button. Mo was reaching for it. Almost cut Jenna's mic right off. <laughs> but I think that's what the sponsorships opportunities are going to come because now like I was saying for NASCAR, Hey, we're racing all these races mm-hmm. and this is, this is our schedule now with the sanctionals and there's going to be even more next year. I mean, there, there's the, not double up to, we'll be up to the full 16 yeah. next year. 
So now uh, they can say, hey, this is our schedule. We're hitting this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. They're going to get travel costs covered. Unlike when you go to games, games. you don't get you don't get anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for those of you that aren't aware, when these athletes get invited, quotes to the game. We'll qualify. <laughs> or qualify for yeah. the games. Um, they're funding everything themselves. The mm-hmm. travel, lodging, food. Unless I, you're and, a top. Well, unless you're one of those. Top, the, yeah, top 1%. Top of the food chain. Like SEAL Team 6 stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, and, and uh, that's uh, that was alarming to me. Yeah. So now that'll be covered. You know, the sponsorships will help pay for, you know, whatever. What's his name that, um, I can't stand him. Reminds me of um, Brian Bombauer. Oh, Brett Fikowski. Yeah, Fikowski. He just quit his job. <laughs> yeah, he was a... Are you saying a, you can't stand Brian Bombauer? I love him. Now he's an account, he was an accountant or something? But they're like built the same. Yeah, he was an accountant or something, quit his job Yeah, and moved so he can go train. Yeah, I mean, so I think a lot opportunities like that where it's only it's still only going to help your top 1%, mm-hmm. um, but it'll create, um, I don't know, like the Rogue Invitational, we're just looking, t- tickets just went on sale for that, $100 for two days for indoor outdoor, but you're talking about the top 20 men, the top 20, 20. men and women in the world uh-huh. and the only the top 10, 10 teams. teams. So mayhem's going to be there. All your, and it's based off last year's games, I believe. I don't, the, the factors in there somehow. It's only, it's invitational. So they can invite whoever they want, mm-hmm. but they're doing an online qualifier portion for some of those. So you can actually qualify and go to compete against these big dogs. So it's only best of the best. And they're doing like a, a legends. Yeah. A legends. Cool. Yeah. And that's something that, uh, Journey of Rick uh, sent in when we asked uh, for your predictions. He said, I think the Legends category, like at the Rogue Invitational, will become more common to draw an audience. Also, I think Mark Burnett will become friends with Dave Castro, <laughs> and they can start a new reality show with athletes to draw more attention to the sport. So if you don't know who um, Mark Burnett is, he's the guy that made The Apprentice, I think, yeah. and Survivor and stuff like that. So I hope it doesn't do that. <laughs> I really do, because that's just some... I wonder, how, it, it might be kind of boring, though, with like high-end CrossFit athletes, because all they're going to do is work out and eat. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it'd be that good of a show, but you know, I think that the sanctions are cool and they're opening other doors. And the only thing I think that lacks is coverage mm-hmm. because Dubai's coverage was like 2008 VHS. Well, but I will, I will, I will comment that the, the coverage they had this year wasn't, was the same quality that they had the year before. For but Dubai? For Dubai. But it's not the same. But it's, it's not what we're used to yes. with when, we, when they had that huge the media staff with HQ. Yeah, even the announcing was lame. It, it was bad. It was bad. I don't care. It was bad. And it was just... Well, they were like ants on the screen because you're like, who... I had to put on my tunnel goggles. Please. I wish we were filming this because that's what she does in <laughs> class now, though. I can't see the board sometimes. Because who can see green writing? Anyways. They were tiny. <laughs> she ADD, bro. <laughs> they were tiny. Yeah. You couldn't even tell who was lifting or like they barely showed any of the teams. It was like Warren Fisher's lifting again. Oh, and then it, no one else. Was. It's only about the, how the event was really set up. You had one it, person. It wasn't conducive to One person to, lifting to this cameras, way. Yeah. And then another person lifting the other way. And then one person doing a, doing a max out and there's, they're lifting a direction and they have all their extra weight in front of them in their lane. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. Unsafe. Like, it's so unsafe. Red flags. People yeah. were running, running down their max snatch and they're having to avoid their weights mm-hmm. with people in front of them. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it's just stupid stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, moving on to the games. I mean, well, do you have anything else for the sanctionals piece? No, I just think they're pretty cool. You got more online qualifiers, yeah. which is cool. I think it creates more opportunities. Yeah. I mean, for the, sure. the mid Atlantic, um, or I'm sorry, 
East Coast. What was that? No, it's not. What's it called? M-A-C-C. Mid-Atlantic. Yeah, the Mid-Atlantic. Something, something. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I think the programming was legit in that. I like Because you think, had several of your athletes participate no, in that. No, just two. Oh, okay. And, um, but I think the programming was legit because um, it's outside the traditional like CrossFit Open stuff, and it's more stuff that we do daily in, in our gym, at least, um, for that programming. So I think that's another cool aspect of these sanctionals is you get more online qualifiers that you can do and kind of run through mm-hmm. and, you know, test your programming and, and see where you are fitness. And the programming isn't come coming from HQ. So right. you're getting different styles, different styles, yeah. uh, different. I mean, some of them, that individual, some of the individual stuff was no joke. It was legit program. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty rough. well thought out, well thought out. And I thought it was rough. It tested all sorts of levels of fitness. And another cool aspect is, uh, now that you're doing this. So in the open, you only have your your region that you're going against. Mm-hmm. So for the central, mm-hmm. um, now you're getting all regions. So you're getting like top the top. Mm-hmm. So now I think if you finish top 50 in one of these online qualifiers, it's a sanctional event. Mm-hmm. That's like, to me, qualifying to go for region, regionals. To, yeah, because That's fair. the top 50, dude, I'm telling you, there's like, you look at these games athletes who didn't make it out of the qualifier for the Mid-Atlantic mm-hmm. and they've been the games multiple times multiple regional athletes not mm-hmm. making it because it's just the pool. The pool is different, much different. You yeah. got everybody from, you know, the East coast to the West coast and everything in between. Mm-hmm. That's who you have to beat now is everybody. Not just, you know, you're not, not just the people from the five top, States, top yeah. couple guys in your, in your region. All right. Moving on to the games. Uh, my first uh, prediction is I think Castro will be less present. I mean, we're not going to see him with the mic and stuff like he, like he normally does. Yeah, he's still shooting guns on his ranch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't get to see his Instagram. <laughs> he blocked you. <laughs> he blocked me. Um, another one I have is um, I, I don't think Tia Toomey uh will, will repeat or three peat. Ooh, I think she will. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm she, just going statistics here because no woman has ever three peated. Yeah, but there's never been a Tia Clumi either. <laughs> like, it's very true. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. Maybe she won't. the The women's field is definitely a lot harder now. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, you have, it's a lot more narrow than the, than the men's side. Yeah. I mean, now the only, yeah, the biggest reason I, I don't like this whole new qualifying process, especially after this year, next October mm-hmm. is, um, you know, it's now it's going to be the top, only one person in the United States, mm-hmm. top male, top female mm-hmm. coming open. Then you have your sanctional events. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, going there and competing against some of these people like in, what we taught Madagascar. Yeah. Like number one in Madagascar. It's just to me, it, it'd be like letting me and you in a NASCAR race. Can we, can I we, can, can I drive a can car? Can we drive a car? Yes. Can we go in a circle in yeah. the same direction? Yeah. Yep. For two and a half hours. Yep. yep. I absolutely I can, could. Yep. I drive two and a half hours. No problem. Yeah. Do I like to go fast? Yeah. Yep. But are we going to do anything that's like, that's mind blowing? No. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just going to be like watching the, you know, a freaking turtle going around NASCAR with all these rabbits. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty and, much. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just it, <clears throat> driving your four cylinder against these guys that are got these big engines and mm-hmm. things like that. To me, it's just going to water down the field. And if you, if you're trying to make it the top, the top, then why even invite these people who have no business being there mm-hmm. that are top, well, top 200 athletes in the open. But then the the bigger problem I have is those spots they have reserved for people from other areas of yep. fitness. 
I, I have a problem with that. Major problem with that. And I have a major problem with people like just because of where you live, you get to go. Um, you know what I mean? That's just ridiculous mm-hmm. to me because you're, you're like Fikowski. Maybe he doesn't qualify in Canada. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I don't like, think he's ever won, uh, up in Canada. No, he's never won the online. So mm-hmm. he's never won the open. So unless he, if he doesn't want to sanction, now he's out. So you're going to have a lot of big names that are sitting out. Mm-hmm. And it's because this dude from Madagascar or this girl from Madagascar has their spot. And I think that's just, I'm all about inclusion, mm-hmm. but there's a point. There's a point that you start. Where it ceases to make sense. If, if we took our business model and then we just had uh, 20, 20 people flood in and sign up and I let all 20 in, mm-hmm. there's going to be an issue because mm-hmm. all, you know what I mean? There's, it's just the more people you let in that kind of, you don't, you know, not control. It mm-hmm. is kind of control, but through our filtering process, you don't, if you don't have that process, then you're, there's something bad that can happen. And mm-hmm. I think that's the way this is. You could get severe injuries or I don't know what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. I just don't see it being positive. Yeah. Um, the next one I have is uh, Frazier will win again, but he's not going to win by as much as he's been destroying people by in the past. I don't know. He might. <laughs> he's still going to charge ahead. Here's the like thing. Like the Terminator. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Like, so when you go to games and let's say you have a swim event, okay, which he notoriously is not really not well. good at. Yeah. Well, now, instead of having like the top, you know, Say out, say forty of the guys he's going against, saying because uh, he, he usually finishes around thirtieth in a swim. Mm-hmm. Well, now he you don't have to beat all those other guys. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. his, his the I people, see what you're saying. So instead of finish thirtieth, he may finish fifteenth now. Okay. So in the events, so in, in his in quote his, worst event, worst he's event, not going to he, fit nearly as as bad, bad as he as had in the past. Yeah, okay. he's not going to. So now the the point drop off is not even going to be crazy because when you let these people in there, they're not going to make it. Like they're not going to make an impact into that top 10. So he may never fall below a top 15 finish mm-hmm. on anything, even his worst event. So I don't even, I don't, it's to me, I can see him getting bored with it because you're not going against the best anymore. He's not going to be tested. He's a competitor. Like he was, the yeah. com- if you're a true competitor, you go, you want the best, you want to go against the best and you want to be tested at the worst mm-hmm. and you want to be exposed because it, it just, that's what motivates you. Nothing will expose me. If it does, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fix it and crush it. Mm-hmm. Just like he did. He was thinking on the game's floor. He's finishing the very last workout. He's going to win games and he's already, he's pissed off because he said how much he sucked at the, uh, yeah, he was, he the was, handstand pushups. Yeah. And you know what I mean? He, he had plenty of critique for himself after that. Yeah. Just stuff like that. Yeah. So if you're a competitor, I, I think you'll get bored. Now, do I get bored winning fifty, sixty thousand dollars at these sanctioned events? <laughs> no, that's not boring. So I could see them putting less emphasis on the open as the sanctional events. Like Wadapalooza, I think they just paid out fifty G's for something first. like that. Yeah. Like Dubai was ninety, I believe. Yeah, and then you know, poor Masters, fifty G's for first for individual. Yeah. For Masters, if you win it, one thousand dollars. Yeah. One. One thousand dollars, yeah. It's like a slap in the face. It's a. F- I won't even participate. That's like, so, yeah. And you're you're nothing, is it, what they're saying. And that's one of my other comments for the games: is teens and masters will continue to be treated like a sideshow. Yeah. Um, the masters division, especially because, well, who who are the masters? Well, they have the buying power. Well, we you know, got they, one that they, follows us. They have uh, cats and power. Yeah. yeah. Um, that demographic, you know, 
across uh, the spectrum, especially within CrossFit, those are your professionals that make money and yeah. have extra money to spend. Uh-huh. But not only that, they have teenagers, yep. you know, who they're going to invest in, you know, in this, you know, particular fitness lifestyle. And then those are the two groups of people that you're going to um, put on a secondary stage. Third now. It, it, oh, at, with the team, at CrossFit's yeah. highest, like, point of CrossFit games, they're secondary still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, when you take that away, they're, they're not even going to be in existence. Yeah. Cause in my opinion. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm very well maybe, but I think with the Masters, it was 20 before in each division that, that were... That would, mm-hmm. uh, oof. Yeah, I think it was top 20 okay. out of the qualifier. You had to finish top 200. And then you in, did the in, online. In the open, then you did the, the online qualifier. Yep. And then it was top 10 or 20. I okay. think it's 20. You might be right. But, but now it's only the top 10 for each age category because they have to make room for these other 120 athletes that they're bringing to the games these, now. And, and the same Masters thing with, athletes would crush these people that are getting in. <laughs> and the same thing with the teens, I believe. They're going down to 10 per division, correct? Well, I think maybe it's or, always or been a cut. 10. Maybe it's always been 10 because okay. when Alina went, it was top 10. And I believe, was she part of the second one for teens or the first? first. Okay. That was, that was harder then because it was top 10 in the world only went. Mm-hmm. Now you got to be top 200 to qualify. And then you do an and then online, you do online qualifier yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the attendance will drop uh, at the games. It's tough. I've been torn on this one. I've thought about it some. I think that all around open numbers are going to be lower. Mm-hmm. Just as a, um, for example, we're not, we're not doing, we're not having people pay to sign up this year. Mm-hmm. They're going to, we're actually just going to run it through us and then give back all the money mm-hmm. to our people. So they don't even have to register mm-hmm. for the online. So if people want to do it, they can. So right there, they're losing, you know, about 60 people total that would have signed up mm-hmm. through us. And we've supported it since we've been in existence. Yeah. So now they may get 10. Mm-hmm. So, and then you multiply that by however many, uh, boxes that have the same philosophy and feeling as, as you. Well, I've already seen it. People said people that, are talking about it on online. Yeah, they said that, um, this guy said last year they had 120 sign up. And oh right, yeah. You did tell me yeah, about this and right now. I think they're like at 30. Yeah. That's a pretty substantial that's, drop. Yeah. Off. That's a, that's a significant drop off. Um, so yeah, it could be our lowest attendance ever. Mm-hmm. So last year it was like 400 K maybe we're down to 200 again. Mm-hmm. Um, another prediction I have for the games is that the media coverage, um, is going to go back to like the, around the quality of like 2014. It's not going to be nearly as robust as it has been the past couple of years, you know, partnering with, uh, CBS and ESPN for a little bit. Um, well, yeah, I think ESPN has gone. So, yeah. And then, uh, I think uh, some, some of those people that were uh, let go from HQ are going to fill the gaps somehow, whether it be, I mean, after the fact reporting or uh, doing their own YouTube channels or something like that. Like, someone uh, just started a podcast. Yeah, Marquez and, and, and Sweeney. They started one. Uh, not as cool. Sorry. It, and they, I bet I you they don't you stand up either. It. No. Well, I listened to I mean, it's not. They sit down too. Everybody Probably. Down. Are we the dumbasses? <laughs> Uh, 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 talking elite fitness, uh, with Tommy Marquez and Sean Sweeney. If you don't know those names, they were the guys that always did the, um, the wrap up shows and those guys are gone and they just started a podcast, but, uh, people like them and like morning chalk up and box rocks. And I think they're going to fill in the gap that is being left 
by the absence of the HQ media team. Mm-hmm. Because we, the, the, the community, we still want the information and someone's going to step in and provide it because it's something that HQ no longer has put a value on. Yeah, they have zero value. Actually, I tagged Tony in this video. It was one of the coolest videos, and I thought CrossFit had put it out. Uh, you see the one the, where the wrestling one? No, the um, where it shows him doing like daily tasks that are incorporated across the movement, like the firefighter would uh, jump in and climb over a wall. Oh yeah, that was and, uh, that, and that same firefighter was doing a bar muscle up in a CrossFit gym, and then the mom was um holding her baby and something fell on the ground. She bent down to pick it up. My favorite one is the dad. He's holding his kid and he's yeah. throwing him up in the air. Yeah. And then they show the uh, a split screen with the wall ball. So I thought that was one of the coolest videos. If you haven't seen it, look it up. I think it was one of the coolest videos, but CrossFit didn't even do it. I was giving a pro- I finally give props to CrossFit HQ for it finally. Wasn't even, it wasn't even them. They took it and shared it from another affiliate it, that made that freaking video. It was a Copperhead CrossFit. Yes. And I believe they're in Arizona. And uh, we'll post a link to the video. Gosh. It's actually pretty cool. It's a le- it, it, it was a really legit video. I even messaged him and said, hey, dude, that was, an, that was a well put together yeah. video. That's, they crushed it. And uh, here I am like telling Tony, I was like, man, this new CrossFit video is freaking awesome. I think it's, it finally shows. Yeah, they figured it out. They're yes, getting back on I'm track. So <laughs> and I've been waiting. You know how, I have, how much I love HQ. And uh, I was like, you know, man, I give you props. This is legit. And then come to find out those mother efforts <laughs> it wasn't even them it. it wasn't even them like you got oh my gosh like it was such a good video and then uh, now I'm back to hating hq <laughs> and then lastly for the games aspect i think this is just me personally we will see some questionable athletes mysteriously find their ways into the games what are you saying <laughs> just go ahead and marinate on that for a second i think that some of those people that have gotten to the games in the past uh through less than or through some questionable means uh based on their uh, capacity yeah will still find their way uh into the game somehow yeah she's gonna be loading equipment (laughs) (laughs) she ain't qualifying she ain't gonna win a sanctional yeah but but there's gonna be some athletes out there that didn't win a sanctional didn't place in the top 20 and still did. But, but then there's that tiered effect. Like if, a, if you win a sanctional or you win your country's uh, title, that there's a process to backfill those slots. I think we're still going to find some people that don't meet any of that criteria that still manage to find their way in. Maybe she, she should try to move to like Afghanistan and <laughs> try to win that one. And uh, just to give you some clarity on what Brody's been talking about with these national winners, um, the way CrossFit has outlined it, the rule sets, is that you have to be a citizen of that country mm-hmm. in order to have an opportunity to win your nation's title. Um, there's even stipulations to go as far as people uh, with dual citizenship. You have to declare uh, which country you're choosing to represent Can't do at, both. upon time of registration. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. You know, one person per country. Mm-hmm. Just, ugh. or two, I guess. Well, yeah, one, one male, one female. Um, I guess there's a cool thing about this. I do like, I was talking about this the other day is we did a, um, an episode about, you know, gyms trying to take away and recruit members for their team. Mm-hmm. You know, well, we, we talked about in the teams episode, yeah. we were talking about poaching and stuff like yeah, that. You know, it's, that's gone. I'm yeah. so excited. You know, Jenna won't be getting her messages anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're exci- yeah. not excited about that, but you know, as far as like how good you're doing and like caring more about your score and like 
trying to compare and you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's out of there. there. There's no, there's no need to try to get and create this super team mm-hmm. anymore because now that's authorized. It's authorized and, 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 and encouraged your, and your super team is not going to be their super team. Mm-hmm. You know, you just ain't rich Froney and them. You're not going to beat all those, you know, those other teams. And then now you got to think they just went to that, um, Waterpalooza the, and they didn't win. No. What's that tell you? Like it's legit. Mm-hmm. Rich Froney team. Was it two or three time? Are they podiumed? Well, every they've team won, that he's been a part of, they've they won have two yeah. and then got second mm-hmm. on a third. And that's off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but they didn't win. No. <laughs> that's how legit these teams are now. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's all gone. I'm kind of <laughs> excited about that. It sucks that, you know, we can't see how we've improved as a gym, as a team, because mm-hmm. that was kind of a good marker for me. But mm-hmm. now we just do gym uh, online qualifiers. Mm-hmm. I think the excitement's from. gone a little bit too, though. Like as much as I kind of- You hated it. I know, but still <laughs> it's like, you got kind of a little bit excited yeah. like for it to come and like watch the live videos and like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, they did a good job marketing it, mm-hmm. but now it's kind of just like- well, yeah, I mean, I don't really care that it's here. Normally yeah. around this time of the year, we've already been inundated with videos. And mm-hmm. like, you, yep. like you said, Brody, that we'd be already know where the uh, announcements were going to take place, mm-hmm. um, what athletes were going to participate. And like, in, until I told you just a second ago, 17 days is when the open starts. You were like, oh, crap. But that's always been me. I don't, <laughs> we've been, we've been doing stuff to like. We would have been more aware though. Yeah. I mean, I would have sort of maybe, but I've been programming stuff in our stuff things to yeah. prepare us for the open anyways, you know, but I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, you, I, if not for you, you would have been like for us, I, like you would have been aware that it was closer. Maybe, I didn't yeah. even know that it was that soon either. Like, yeah. I, I guess maybe a little bit and, and, for yeah. some people, but some not. things that I've been seeing uh, online is, um, and I don't necessarily agree with it, but they're saying, Oh, well, the open was a time for, my community get together. We look forward to the announcements and stuff like that. But then of course my question is, well, what are you doing the other right. 11 months of the yeah. year? <laughs> but again, that's, that's a totally separate conversation. You know, bro and I is feeling about that. you know, what your sense of community should be versus what it is. And I think it's pretty cool. I think other, other gyms have done this. You know, we almost, almost pulled the trigger on this last year to where, um, the only thing we're doing, we're doing it differently is uh, a lot of gyms will designate captains and they draft mm-hmm. people. I'm not a fan of that only because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the last kid picked mm-hmm. on the fucking playground mm-hmm. type atmosphere. Um, I don't want that. Um, so we're just taking it. We just did this um, in-house competition. It was awesome. And the fact that we took all of our athletes who are considered, I would consider prescribed mm-hmm. across the board. And then we put them in a, a cup and then we put people. Oh yeah. Were, I was here when you guys yeah, did that. And then we put people that yeah. were scaled. As well, uh-huh. if we had like a fringe like RX, they would go into the RX where mm-hmm. they could do most. But then we put everybody else in the uh, the other cup, and then each team we would draw draw um, a name out of. We would draw like two from or one from the RX, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the team would be draw from the scale. So mm-hmm. every team had a prescribed e- equal distribution. It was, yeah. and then look at the podium. I mean, it was people who had never even won yeah. before, but they they're like, whoa. You know, if it wasn't for so-and-so, I was like, dude, you can't win with, with without one, everybody one, participating. With one person. Yeah. You can't win with just one person on your team. You had to have four or was it three or four? It was three. It was three. Yeah. You can't win with just that. So, um, we're going to do it that way and then take all the money that, uh, people 
that we're just charged 20 bucks. And then every single dollar we get, we're going to put in prizes uh, for weekly prizes for the top teams. And then every team will win something or have the possibility to win something over the five weeks, which it's pretty cool. I think it's going to be fun. The money's not going to freaking HQ, mm-hmm. right? Which I'm totally cool and with. No, nobody really even cares. There's only a handful of people in here that really care about where they rank in the open. Mm-hmm. And then, and it is good to get that data. You know? Yeah, it is good for, yes. So, self-validation. For yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, but yeah, it, I think it's going to create a cool, I mean, we do stuff here all the time. I know what you're saying. Like, why do you only get together for yeah. once a, once a year? Yeah. We do stuff all the time, but. I think that's going to be a cool twist to do it this year and, mm-hmm. and have teams that are legitimately fair. There's no stack teams. No, mm-hmm. oh, I got the first draft I'm taking so-and-so. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I can't believe you took that. Like, I can only see the amount of drama that could like expand to. Mm-hmm. Last person picked. Mm-hmm. Well, how does that person feel? Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't. That's just me, though. You so, know I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to some other uh, topics that I had listed. Um, I think Morning Chalk Up is going to be our most reliable source of information. <laughs> Cause they have been, it, I don't know whether it is HQs feeding them stuff or they just, because the people that have moved over to morning chalk up made up most of the people yep. that were re- released from HQ. So they still maintain their networks and connections uh, because we're getting information from them before mm-hmm. we're getting stuff from HQ. Yep. Yep. I, yep. <laughs> um, moving on to that globalization piece. Um, I think it's going to struggle. I, I don't really see it taking off the way it's been sold to us and envision what uh, part as far as, um, the, I mean, well, one, the, the change was super abrupt and, um, most countries, uh, that they're trying to talk about, you know, injecting boxes into don't necessarily have the health issues that we have in the United States. But did you see the new stat that there's now officially more CrossFit gyms yeah. outside of the U S than in inside the, the United States? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I think it was on morning chalk up. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. But, just because you have an affiliation, I mean, we saw the, that boom in the Reebok era when, um, I think you guys saw it a little bit here. I was in Texas at the time and I saw that happen where there were CrossFit boxes like all over the place. And then within three years before I left Texas, like, uh, I'd say about 30% of them were shut down. Well, it's like I told you, I think we're going to see more gyms ever to unaffiliate, but we might see more affiliations than ever mm-hmm. at the same time in the same year kind of can you speak on that a little bit just to get people some understanding i think so the affiliates you know we've talked about how some of them are going to like it'd be like excess fitness Mm -hmm. or whatever to make it less threatening threatening now with crossfit's new direction that they keep just shoving down the throats um health 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 and it's like that's what pisses me off. It's always been about health to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're like all of a sudden this is I, about health. I've never participated in this exercise regimen because I thought I was going to go games. to the games. And, and it's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. Health, health. Yes. This is all about health. This is about, this isn't about, I like to compete. I like that side. Jenna does too, mm-hmm. but she also likes to be healthy. Who mm-hmm. doesn't, I mean, who doesn't aspire to be a healthier version of themselves? Like who don't, you don't have to go to the doctor. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty cool. You don't have to go to the doctor and all you have to do is bust your ass a little bit. And so it's always been about health to me. Uh, But I think, so we're going to get more gyms that unaffiliate and go to fitness. Mm -hmm. I still think um, to kind of separate still from CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think with this new direction, it's actually going to flip and you're going to get even more people wanting to open an affiliate 
and ride this new health. Oh, the health. Okay. Okay. I'm tracking better. The health. Track. So these people that would normally would have not done it because it's so ascribed to a CrossFit because philosophy it's, because, because it's about, it was all about competitiveness mm-hmm. and uh, poor form mm-hmm. and dangerous. But now that it's going towards this health initiative. Yep. Okay. That. So I think that's, I think it's, you'll, you're going to lose the most, but you also have the, the highest gain this year. Okay. That's uh, a that makes perfect sense. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I, I totally under, I totally understand where you're coming from though. That does make a lot of sense. Feel me, bro. I feel you, bro. <laughs> Jenna's like, whatever. Um, She's sitting down by the way. That's because I fidget. But, but uh, going on to that piece, um, the, I wrote down the new direction of HQ towards health and wellness will be a slow moving boat. Um, the change will be, the, the change was very abrupt and left a lot of people confused. And I've even had people uh, within my family or just friends. They were like, is CrossFit going away? Because they were, they were, they were confused. They were like, Oh, I heard CrossFit's going, it's, it's done. It's over. Like, what are you talking about? And they're like, Oh, well I heard this thing where it's all about health now. It's, and it's not going to be about, uh, competition, and all that stuff. And I was like, uh, me no, that's not how it works, but that's why I hate HQ, man. Cause it's always been about health, but all they do is show alone. The only time they show people that are scaled athletes is during the open, during the open. And every other time it's the, the asses of chicks and booty shorts. Mm-hmm. Like I'm cool. Like I understand sex sells, but that's not what this is about. Like no. you can have incorporated videos like Copperhead made mm-hmm. and all year long, all year long. There's so many things that we do getting like we've talked about getting dog food out of the trunk mm-hmm. to doing, you know, freaking heavy sandbag carriers, mm-hmm. just things like that. They, you're telling me the people that are our leaders, they're, they're like thanking department couldn't have come up with something like that. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? How could they not like with the media power, the amount of money that they have? Because I don't understand. Like maybe what had happened was <laughs> the, the wrong people were yeah. at the helm. Yeah. Right. Like, those were the people that were given full control. Making those final decisions. And maybe yeah. eventually what will happen is we'll get the right people there mm-hmm. that will make it CrossFit about everybody and not now it's now it's about screw the athletes. We care about health. Well, I'm like, well, we cared about health. When, 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 when you're paying your $3,000 a year. Yeah. yeah. We've always, yeah. It's, I didn't do it to go to games. I didn't open Apt- a gym to go to games. No. So uh, I think maybe we'll maybe get the right people in the head because i hate i hate speculation i really do i don't like this episode is kind of weird for me, <laughs> so i'm like very definitive but if i was to guess maybe that could happen you get the right people get that castro like you know he's been like i don't know he's been fixed <laughs> like he got his, he got he's, been, his he's been put in his corner yeah, yeah he's done and i i told mo this i read an article that kind of reinforces this is that uh glassman says if you think Cas- dave will be um out of the game or out of, out of the, the open, picture, yeah. out of the picture, you're completely wrong. We, but, and he will be programming for the open, but him and I have talked and I've worked more closely with him than mm-hmm. ever before on this. And he knows my direction I want to go. And that's why I think the, the workouts are going to be watered down mm-hmm. going back to the basic regular burpee, seven minute burpee for, you know, whatever the hell it was mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, some other predictions that we had from, our Instagram, uh, Paul Wegner, 86. He says tons of devil presses. Yeah. Those are the, <laughs> the newest, hottest thing. Like, Can you describe them real quick? Uh, it's like, a, I almost like, it's like a dual dumbbell swing overhead. Like, yeah. 
I don't I think they like hurt my back. We we yeah, uh the, the they were doing them in Dubai. Yeah, I mean, I uh Granite Games started them I think with the qualifier. Mm-hmm. Um and so since Granite Games brought them out then I think Wadapalooza had done them and then they were at Waza. Um yeah, I you know, new m- movements are fine. I I don't think they're I mean, I think they'll suck, but you mm-hmm. know, anytime you swing Heavy pound, weights, hundred pounds of anything. It's not going to be <laughs> like gross. you said. You could swing a gallon of milk for twenty minutes. It's going to suck. <laughs> I won't even make it twenty minutes. You know what I mean? If you're really going after it, how long can you swing twenty pounds? Like literally, yeah, at ninety percent. Think, at, at 90%, think yeah. of a, a sledgehammer. Like, have you ever swung oh, a sledgehammer yeah. that's twenty pounds? Like, you do yeah. that. You, you do yeah. that for a minute, and like, it's not. It's not very fun. Yeah, no, it's not. So, um, boss mode nine. Five four five said we're going to see some new athletes and see limits being tested and pushed far more than ever. I think that's kind of expected with every <laughs> every iteration. Yeah, I I think he's going to the extreme. I think he he thinks it's going to go opposite of being kind of pulled back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we'll get new. We might get some new athletes that maybe never made it out of regionals. They were always like sixth. Okay, that can win a sanctional event. Yeah, yeah if we that's look a strong at, possibility. We look at Cape Town. Um, is that right? Yeah. So if we look there, we were just talking like how many athletes are going to travel to these, mm-hmm. right? Not so, a lot. Right. Yes. How many people, why, why do you think Frazier crushed everybody at Dubai? Cause not a lot of people want to go to Dubai. Now, granted, if you ever have the chance, it's beautiful. Yeah. But, but it's, it's hot, but, <laughs> but the thing is like the, the monetary aspect, the yeah. travel aspect, yeah. P, uh, tr- uh, competitors are notoriously like, um, creatures of habit, like, mm-hmm. When they get out of their like, if they miss their meal at this time, mm-hmm. mentally they think they are not going to have a good workout. Mm-hmm. So getting away from that's pretty challenging. And last thing I have is, um, for me, I see within five years I see Castro leaving and uh, beginning something else that resembles the games. I thought about this when you put it out, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's going to be possible. Because I bet you there's some sort of clause. Oh, yeah. uh, see, sued like they sue everyone. Yeah, I, th- I think he's he's like it, an intellectual it, property okay, type deal. Let's say we had this billion dollar company <laughs> called CrossFit, <laughs> and you are uh, at the very like there's like like five people at the top, and you're one of those five. One of the people at the table. Are you going to walk away from that money? Yeah, I feel like he's doing it, but he's pouting because he's, he's like he is pouting. Shit. He's a baby. <laughs> well, and, and, and it pisses me off. He's a he's Navy SEAL too. I, I've never, like, I've never met him. I, I've met people that have worked with him, and knowing the background that he comes from, I can imagine, like you said, it's probably challenging for him to not have the flexibility that he once had taken away from him. You know, that's got to suck on some fundamental level. Well, think yeah. about that. He is a SEAL. So yeah. he has that mentality of like... Get shit done. Get, yeah. And now when you want to get stuff done, you can't get stuff done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I told you, or I was talking to you about the the one time I did a competition with another gym. That was the hard part for me is like, here's the stuff and it, I You want to execute done, on this. So I yeah. got to wait on this, this, and this. And now they throw another variable in mm-hmm. that wasn't even supposed to be part of the, the actual, the whole... Then the actual outline. Out yeah. of like left field, well, mm-hmm. that's what Glassman did. He threw this variable and hey, we're not doing regionals this year. Mm-hmm. The open has changed. The the format has changed. Yeah. And being told that something like that's been his games director, mm-hmm. that's all he's done. I mean, it's kind of like a, 
he's, he went from NASCAR to the Bush League outback track. Yeah, the dirt mean? tracks. Yeah. You know, that you see um, Tom Cruise racing on when he first yeah. started, you know? But he's still got the same, he's still driving the same car. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I don't know. I think there's going to be, I don't think he's going to be able to financially, he's not going to be able to, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, it's just part of it. But I don't think it would last though. Like you can only stand doing something that you don't enjoy for so mm-hmm. long. And then I think he'll just like walk away. There could be a buyout coming out. Mm-hmm. And I think that would probably be where it would go. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he starts, in the, if he starts something like that, say he takes grid and does it right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, not run into the financial issues and stuff. If you, if you do that and you do it right, um, you can always slap functional fitness on anything. So, yeah. I mean, people do it all year long. And everybody knows it's CrossFit because all the athletes are there. Yeah. So it's the same people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, that's a tough one. It's, I did. I thought about that a lot. Yeah. Just predictions, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, no it's, yeah. It's a, that's, you would think that that'd be a good avenue until you're kind of bound to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about the contractual aspects of it, but you know, like for me, like Jenna just said, you know, you do something that you're not fully yeah. enjoying. Uh, at the capacity it wants you once executed mm-hmm. after a while, it just, it taxes on you because I've been in situations like that, you know, during my military career where I was, you know, almost like, like Dave, I was in charge of this organization and then someone else comes in who, you know, who replaces me. And it's just like, I, and there's nothing I can do about it because I don't have the rank or position or title. And I just kind of see it all, everything that I worked so hard for just crumble in front of me. You know, that's, that was painful. So, you know, Jenna said he's pouting and I think that's what discouraged it really. I've always, he always been like a douchebag to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And just the way he acts. And, um, it, I hate that because he is a Navy SEAL. Cause mm-hmm. like, he's weird. There, there are certain types. So they, they are a certain type of person. I talked to yeah. a guy whose buddy worked with him in Dave Castro's previous life. Uh, before mm-hmm. he was a games director mm-hmm. and he said that he was a phenomenal instructor. Mm-hmm. So it totally threw me a loop for a loop. Mm-hmm. So, and the same thing with, the, with talking with the people that have worked with him, the feedback that they gave me was completely opposite of what I, of, 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 the, of the perception that I yeah. have of him as a games director. So it's throwing me off. Like, yeah. well, they're kind of like, I, I mean, part of CrossFit games in general is like, I don't know. It's like what selling or like what's, you know what I mean? Because sometimes I don't know if he's like kind of acting a certain way because it's like, or if that's who he is. You know what I mean? Is it part of the show? Yes. One okay. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's freaking annoying. <laughs> oh my God. That's so terrible. <laughs> I will not miss that. It's funny though. On the, to that note, uh, someone messaged me and asked me if I really do get drunk or if it's part of the show. I'm like, no, I really, he does. Yeah. I really, <laughs> we can document it. No, he really is a lightweight. Sorry. I, re- I really am a lightweight. It's okay. I would be the same way. I'd be crawling. <laughs> this somewhere. is why Jenna doesn't drink beer on the show. Cause it, she smells it and she'd be gone. She's grounded. Like, she's basically one step, <laughs> one step below Mo. So I don't know. All right. So this week's call to action, go ahead and leave below in your comment section, what predictions you might have or uh, how you feel about some of the things that we said today. We just want to know what's going on. Uh, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what happens with these type of discussions yeah. is most sent out these notes and we kind of put in what we thought and just kind of run with it. It's just, a, yeah. it's a weird episode for us, but I think that it's kind of cool because you know, the open's coming up. Yep. Uh, once this releases here and we'll have a couple weeks yep. and then um, I mean, we got a lot of time to see what's going to happen and hold no in front of us. Idea. Yep. No, I think that's pretty, I think that's kind of cool too, right? You don't mm-hmm. know. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course I don't you like don't. structure. Yeah. 
But I think it's kind of cool. New format. Yep. Less media. Mm -hmm. Less bullshit. Let's do this. Yes. All right. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Is it alcohol? I can't have it. No, I got coach. I don't want to walk up and smell like fucking liquor. Yeah, probably not a good idea. I don't see a problem. I just realized uh, there's someone screaming, doing a lift in the background. <laughs> well, we have to show, we have to record it because uh, uh, Meg made Meg. Well, actually, Meg and Blake said that I have to record this when, when I unload this on you. Why don't you pretend? Pretend what? Yeah, pretend what? Like pretend drink it. Oh nah, we'll we'll drink it later. Because oh. trust, yeah, it, it's gonna it's, it's gonna require a special moment for us to to consume this because it's just mm. it's on that level. Well, I'm excited now. <laughs> My uh, I can.